Section four of a description of New England by Captain John Smith. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section four a description of New England. Part three. A good country. The Massachusetts, they report, sometimes have wars with the Bishabis of Penobscot, and are not always friends with them of Chowum and their alliance. But now they are old friends, and have each trade with other, so far as they have society on each other's frontiers, for they make no such voyages as from Penobscot to Cape Cod, seldom to Massachusetts. In the north, as I have said, they begin to plant corn, whereof the south part hath such plenty, as they have what they will from them of the north, and in the winter much more plenty of fish and fowl, but both winter and summer hath it in one part or other all the year, being the mean and most indifferent temper betwixt heat and cold of all the regions betwixt the line and the pole but the firs northward are much better, and in much more plenty, than southward. THE LANDMARKS The remarkablest isles and mountains for landmarks are these. The highest isle is Sodico, in the Bay of Penobscot, but the three isles and the rock of Matinac are much further in the sea. Matinicus is also three plain isles and a rock, betwixt it and Monahigan. Monahigan is a round high isle, and close by it Monanis, betwixt which is a small harbour where we ride. In Damarul's isles is such another, Sagadahok is known by Satquin. And four or five isles in the mouth, Smith's isles are a heap together, none near them against Acominticus. The three Turks' heads are three isles seen far to seaward in regard of the headland. The chief headlands are only Cape Tragabigzanda and Cape Cod. Herbs. The chief mountains, them of Penobscot, the twinkling mountain of Alcosisco, the great mountain of Sassanon, and the high mountains of Massachusetts each of which you shall find in the map, their places, forms, and altitude. The waters are the most pure, proceeding from the entrails of rocky mountains. The herbs and fruits are of many sorts and kinds, as are kermes, currants, or a fruit-like currants, mulberries, vines, respices, gooseberries, plums, walnuts, chestnuts, small nuts, etc., pumpions, gourds, strawberries, beans, peas, and maize, and a kind or two of flax, wherewith they make nets, lines, and ropes, both small and great, very strong for their quantity. Woods Oak is the chief wood, of which there is great difference in regard to the soil where it groweth, fir, pine, walnut, chestnut, birch, ash, elm, cypress, cedar, mulberry, plum-tree, hazel, saxifrage, and many other sorts. Birds, eagles, grapes, 
diverse sorts of hawks, cranes, geese, brants, cormorants, ducks, sheldrakes, teal, mewers, gulls, turkeys, dive-droppers, and many other sorts whose names I know not. Fishers, whales, grampus, porpoises, turbot, sturgeon, cod, hake, haddock, coal, cusk, or small ling, shark, mackerel, herring, mullet, bass, pinnax, cunners, perch, eels, crabs, lobsters, muscles, wilks, oysters, and diverse others, etc. Beasts. Moose, a beast bigger than a stag, deer, red and fallow, beavers, wolves, foxes, both black and other, arufcons, wildcats, bears, otters, martens, fitches, musquesus, and diverse sorts of vermin, whose names I know not. All these and diverse other good things do here, for want of use, still increase and decrease with little diminution, whereby they grow, to that abundance. You shall scarce find any bay, shallow shore, or cove of sand, where you may not take many clumps, or lobsters, or both at your pleasure, and in many places load your boat, if you please, nor isles where you find not fruits, birds, crabs, and muscles, or all of them for taking at a low water. And in the harbours we frequented, a little boy might take of cunas and pinnocks and such delicate fish at the ship's stern, more than six or ten can eat in a day. But with a casting net, thousands when we pleased, and scarce any place but cod, Cusk, hollybut, mackerel, skate, or such like. A man may take with a hook or line what he will. And in diverse sandy bays, a man may draw with a net great store of mullets, bases, and diverse other sorts of such excellent fish, as many as his net can draw on shore. No river where there is not plenty of sturgeon, or salmon, or both, all which are to be had in abundance, observing but their seasons. But if a man will go at Christmas to gather cherries in Kent, he may be deceived, though there be plenty in summer. So, here these plenties have their seasons, as I have expressed. We, for the most part, had little but bread and vinegar, and though the most part of July, when the fishing decayed, they wrought all day, lay abroad in the isles all night and lived on what they found, yet were not sick. But I would wish none put himself long to such plunges, except necessity constrain it. Yet worthy is that person to starve that here cannot live, if he have sense, strength, and health. For there is no such penury of these blessings in any place, but that a hundred men may, in one hour or two, make their provisions for a day and he that hath experience to manage well these affairs, with forty or thirty honest industrious men, might well undertake, if they dwell in these parts, to subject the salvages, and feed daily two or three hundred men, with as good corn, fish, 
when flesh as the earth hath of those kinds and yet make that labour but their pleasure provided that they have engines that be proper for their purposes a note for men that have great spirits and small means who can desire more content that hath small means or but only his merit to advance his fortune then to tread and plant that ground he hath purchased by the hazard of his life if he have but the taste of virtue and magnanimity what to such a mind can be more pleasant than planting and building a foundation for his posterity got from the rude earth by god's blessing and his own industry without prejudice to any if he have any grain of faith or zeal in religion what can he do less hurtful to any or more agreeable to god than to seek to convert those poor salvages to know christ and humanity whose labours with discretion will triple requite thy charge and pains what so truly suits with honour and honesty as the discovering things unknown, erecting towns peopling countries informing the ignorant reforming things unjust teaching virtue and gain to our nature mother country a kingdom to attend her find employment for those that are idle because they can know not what to do so far from wronging any as to cause posterity to remember thee and remembering thee ever honour that remembrance with praise consider what were the beginnings and endings of the monarchies of the chaldeans the syrians the grecians and the romanus but this one rule what was it they would not do for the good of the commonwealth or their mother city for example rome what made her such a monarchess but only the adventures of her youth not in riots at home but in dangers abroad on the justice and judgment out to their experience when they grew aged what was their ruin and hurt but this the excess of idleness the fondness of parents the want of experience in magistrates the admiration of their undeserved honours the contempt of true merit their unjust jealousies their politic incredulities their hypocritical seeming goodness on their deeds of secret lewdness finally in fine growing only formal temperists all that their predecessors got in many years they lost in few days those by their pains and virtues became lords of the world they by their ease and vices became slaves to their servants this is the difference betwixt the use of arms in the field and on the monuments of stones the golden age and the leaden age prosperity and misery justice and corruption substance and shadows words and deeds experience and imagination making commonwealths and marrying commonwealths the fruits of virtue and the conclusions of vice then who would live at home idly or think in himself any worth to live only to eat drink and sleep and so die or by consuming that carelessly his friends got worthily or by using that miserably that maintained virtue honestly for being descended nobly 
pine with the vain vaunt of great kindred in penury or to maintain a silly show of bravery toil out thy heart soul and time basely by shifts tricks cards and dice or by relating news of others actions shark here or there for a dinner or supper deceive thy friends by fair promises and dissimulation in borrowing where thou never intendest to pay offend the laws surfeit with excess burden thy country abuse thyself despair in want and then cousin thy kindred yea even thine own brother and wish thy parents death i will not say damnation to have their estates though thou seest what honours and rewards the world yet hath for them will seek them and worthily deserve them i would be sorry to offend or that any should mistake my honest meaning for i wish good to all hurt to none but rich men for the most part are grown to that dotage through their pride in their wealth as though there were no accident could end it or their life and what hellish care do such take to make it their own misery and their country's spoil especially when there is most need of their employment drawing by all manner of inventions from the prince and his honest subjects even the vital spirits of their powers and estates as if their bags or brags were so powerful a defence the malicious could not assault them when they are the only bait to cause us not to be only assaulted but betrayed and murdered in our own security ere we well perceive it an example of secure covetousness may not the miserable ruin of constantinople their impregnable wallace riches and pleasures last taken by the turk which are but a bit in comparison of their now mightiness remember us of the effects of private covetousness at which time the good emperor held himself rich enough to have such rich subjects so formal in all excess of vanity all kind of delicacy and prodigality his poverty when the turks besieged the citizens whose merchandising thoughts were only to get wealth little conceiving the desperate resolution of a valiant expert enemy left the emperor so long to his conclusions having spent all he had to pay his young raw discontented soldiers and suddenly he they and their city were all a prey to the devouring turk and what they would not spare for the maintenance of them who had ventured their lives to defend them did serve only their enemies to torment them their friends and country and old christendom to this present day let this lamentable example remember you that are rich seeing there are such great thieves in the world to rob you not grudge to lend some proportion to breed them that have little yet willing to learn how to defend you for it is too late when the deed is a-doing the romanus estate hath been worse than this for the mere covetousness and extortion of a few of them so move the rest that not having any employment but contemplation their great judgments grew to so great malice as themselves were sufficient to destroy themselves by faction 
let this move you to embrace employment for those whose educations spirits and judgments want but your purses not only to prevent such accustomed dangers but also to gain more thereby than you have and you fathers that are either so foolishly fond or so miserably covetous or so wilfully ignorant or so negligently careless as that you would rather maintain your children in idle wantonness till they grow your masters or become so basely unkind as they wish nothing but your deaths so that both sorts grow dissolute and although you would wish them anywhere to escape the gallows and ease your cares though they spend you here one two or three hundred pound a year you would grudge them to give half so much in adventure with them to obtain an estate which in a small time but with a little assistance of your providence might be better than your own but if an angel should tell you that any place yet unknown can afford such fortunes you would not believe him no more than columbus was believed there was any such land as is now the well-known abounding america much less such large regions are yet unknown as well in america as in africa and asia and terra incognita where are courses for gentlemen and them that would be so reputed more suiting their qualities than begging from their prince's generous disposition the labours of his subjects and the very marrow of his maintenance the author's conditions i have not been so ill-bred but i have tasted of plenty and pleasure as well as want and misery nor doth necessity yet nor occasion of discontent force me to these endeavours nor am i ignorant what small think i shall have for my pains or that many would have the world imagine them to be of great judgment that can but blemish these my designers by their witty objections and detractions yet i hope my reasons with my deeds will so prevail with some that i shall not want employment in these affairs to make the most blind see his own senselessness and incredulity hoping that gain will make them effect that which religion charity and the common good cannot it were but a poor device in me to deceive myself much more the king and state my friends and country with these inducements which seeing his majesty hath given permission i wish all sorts of worthy honest industrious spirits would understand and if they desire any further satisfaction i will do my best to give it not to persuade them to go only but go with them not leave them there but live with them there i will not say but by ill providing and undue managing such courses may be taken may make us miserable enough but if i have the execution of what i have projected if they want to eat let them eat or never digest me if i perform what i say i desire but that reward out of the gainers may suit my pains quality and condition and if i abuse you with my tongue take my heed for satisfaction if any dislike at the year's end defraying their charge 
by my consent they should freely return i fear not want of company sufficient were it but canoe and what i know of these countries and by the proof of that wealth i hope yearly to return if god please to bless me from such accidents as are beyond my power in reason to prevent for i am not so simple to think that ever any other motive than wealth will ever erect there a commonweal or draw company from their ease and humours at home to stay in new england to effect my purposes the planters pleasures and profits unless any should think the toil might be insupportable though these things may be had by labour and diligence i assure myself there are who delight extremely in vain pleasure that take much more pains in england to enjoy it than i should do here to gain wealth sufficient and yet i think they should not have half such sweet content for our pleasure here is still gains in england charges and loss here nature and liberty affords us that freely which in england we want or it costeth us dearly what pleasure can be had then being tired with any occasion ashore in planting vines fruits or herbs in contriving their own grounds to the pleasure of their own minds their fields gardens orchards buildings ships and other works etc to recreate themselves before their own doors in their own boats upon the sea where a man woman and child with a small hook and line by angling may take diverse sorts of excellent fish at their pleasures and is it not pretty sport to pull up twopence sixpence and twelvepence as fast as you can hail and veer a line he is a very bad fisher cannot kill in one day with his hook and line one two or three hundred cods which dressed and dried if they be sold there for ten shillings the hundred though in england they will give more than twenty may not both the servant the master and merchant be well content with this gain if a man work but three days in seven he may get more than he can spend unless he will be excessive now that carpenter mason gardener tailor smith sailor forges or what other may they not make this a pretty recreation though they fish but an hour in a day to take more than they eat in a week or if they will not eat it because there is so much better choice yet sell it or change it with the fishermen or merchants for anything they want and what sport doth yield a more pleasing content and less hurt and charge them than angling with a hook and crossing the sweet air from isle to isle over the silent streams of a calm sea wherein the most curious may find pleasure profit and content thus though all men be not fishers yet all men whatsoever may in other matters do as well for necessity doth in these cases so rule a commonwealth and each in their several functions as their labours in their qualities may be as profitable because there is a necessary mutual use of all employments for gentlemen 
for gentlemen what exercise should more delight them than ranging daily those unknown parts using fowling and fishing for hunting and hawking and yet you shall see the wild hawks give you some pleasure in seeing them stoop six or seven after one another an hour or two together at the skulls of the fish in the fair harbours as those ashore at a fowl and never trouble nor torment yourselves with watching mewing feeding and attending them nor kill horse and man with running and crying see you not a hawk for hunting also the woods lakes and rivers afford not only chase sufficient for any that delights in that kind of toil or pleasure but beasts to hunt that besides the delicacy of their bodies for food their skins are so rich as may recompense thy daily labour with a captain's pay employments for labourers for labourers if those that sow hemp rape turnips parsnips carrots cabbage and such like give twenty thirty forty fifty shillings yearly for an acre of ground and meat drink and wages to use it and yet grow rich when better or at least as good ground may be had and cost nothing but labour it seems strange to me that any such should there grow poor my purpose is not to persuade children from their parents men from their wives nor servants from their masters only such as with free consent may be spared but that each parish or village in city or country that will but apparel their fatherless children of thirteen or fourteen years of age or young married people that have small wealth to live on here by their labour may live exceeding well provided always that first there be sufficient power to command them houses to receive them means to defend them and meet provisions for them for any place may be overlain and it is most necessary to have a fortress ere this grow to practice and sufficient masters as carpenters masons fishers fowlers gardeners husbandmen sawyers smiths spinsters tailors weavers and such like to take ten twelve or twenty or as there is occasion for apprentices the masters by this may quickly grow rich these may learn their trades themselves to do the like to a general and an incredible benefit for king and country master and servant examples of the spaniard it would be a history of a large volume to recite the adventures of the spaniards and portugals their affronts and defeats their dangers and miseries which with such incomparable honour and constant resolution so far beyond belief they have attempted and endured in their discoveries and plantations as may well condemn us of too much imbecility sloth and negligence yet the authors of those new inventions were held as ridiculous for a long time as now are others that do but seek to imitate their unparalleled virtues and though we see daily their mountains of wealth sprung from the plants of their generous endeavours 
yet is our sensuality and untowardness such and so great that we either ignorantly believe nothing or so curiously contest to prevent we can know not what future events that we either so neglect or oppress or discourage the present as we spoil all in the making crop all in the blooming and building upon fair sand rather than rough rocks judge that we can know not govern that we have not fear that which is not and for fear some should do too well force such against their wills to be idle or as ill and who is he hath judgment courage and any industry or quality with understanding will leave his country his hopes at home his certain estate his friends pleasures liberty and the preferment sweet england doth afford to all degrees were it not to advance his fortunes by enjoying his deserts whose prosperity once appearing will encourage others but it must be cherished as a child till it be able to go and understand itself and not corrected nor oppressed above its strength ere it can know wherefore a child can neither perform the office nor deeds of a man of strength nor endure that affliction he is able nor can an apprentice at the first perform the part of a meister and if twenty years be required to make a child a man seven years limited an apprentice for his trade if scarce an age be sufficient to make a wise man or a statesman and commonly a man dies ere he hath learned to be discreet if perfection be so hard to be obtained as of necessity there must be practice as well as theoric let no man much condemn this paradox opinion to say that have seven years is scarce sufficient for a good capacity to learn in these affairs how to carry himself and whoever shall try in these remote places the erecting of a colony shall find at the end of seven years occasion enough to use all his discretion and in the interim all the content rewards gains and hopes will be necessarily required to be given to the beginning till it be able to creep to stand and go but time enough to keep it from running for there is no fear it will grow too fast or ever to anything except liberty profit honour and prosperity there found more bind the planters of those affairs in devotion to affect it than bondage violence tyranny ingratitude and such double dealing as binds free men to become slaves and honest men turn knaves which hath ever been the ruin of most popular commonweals and is very unlikely ever well to begin in anew the bliss of spain who seeth not what is the greatest good of the spaniard but these new conclusions in searching those unknown parts of this unknown world by which means he dives even into the very secret of all his neighbours and for the most part of the world when the portugalia and spaniard found the east and west indies how many did condemn themselves that did not accept of that honest offer of noble columbus who upon our neglect brought them to it persuading ourselves the world had no such places as they had found 
and yet ever since we find they still from time to time have found new lands new nations and trades and still daily do find both in asia africa terra incognita and america so that there is neither soldier nor mechanic from the lord to the beggar but those parts afford them all employment and discharge their native soil of so many thousands of all sorts that else by their sloth pride and imperfections would long ere this have troubled their neighbours or have eaten the pride of spain itself now he knows little that knows not england may well spare many more people than spain and is as well able to furnish them with all manner of necessaries and seeing for all they have they cease not still to search for that which they have not and can know not it is strange we should be so dull as not maintain that which we have and pursue that which we can know surely i am sure many would taste it ill to be abridged of the titles and honours of their predecessors when if but truly they would judge themselves look how inferior they are to their noble virtues so much they are unworthy of their honours and livings which never were ordained for shows and shadows to maintain idleness and vice but to make them more able to abound in honour by heroical deeds of action judgment piety and virtue what was it they would not do both in purse and person for the good of the commonwealth which might move them presently to set out their spare kindred in these generous designs religion above all things should move us especially the clergy if we were religious to show our faith by our works in converting those poor salvages to the knowledge of god seeing what pains the spaniard take to bring them to their adulterated faith honour might move the gentry the valiant and industrious and the hope and assurance of wealth all if we were that we would seem and be accounted or be we so inferior to other nations or our spirits so far dejected from our ancient predecessors or our minds so upon spoil piracy and such villainy as to serve the portugal spaniard dutch french or turk as to the cost of europe too many do rather than our god our king our country and ourselves excusing our idleness and our base complaints by want of employment when here is such choice of all sorts and for all degrees in the planting and discovering these north parts of america end of section four a description of new england part three recording by algy pug